Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. We're still seeing it quite well through that haze. E equals MC. That all men are created about the future innovations and growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic episode of Finding Your Frequency. I am your host for the day, Ryan Treasure, and it's Finding Your Frequency Friday. I sure do love having these shows on Friday. It's just a great kickoff to the weekend, and got a great show for you guys today. Last week, we talked to uh, Eric Amadio from Amadio Ranch here locally in Levine, Arizona, talked about some of the peach uh, orchards that they grow and all their fantastic products that they have. So I uh, want to def- definitely give a big shout out to Eric and thank him for being on the show last week. And we're going to continue with that trend a little bit today as we bring on another farmer and talk a little bit about some things that these guys are doing over in California. Today, we're going to talk to Matt Billings, the fourth generation almond farmer, and talk about their yogurt and almond and all of those fun things and also talk a little bit about what it means to be non-GMO because we all know we don't like those genetically modified items that we eat. So I want to welcome Matt Billings to the show. Matt, welcome. Hey, thank you very much. Glad to be here. So Matt, uh, it looks like you guys have really been farming a lot lately. You have uh, your farm started back in 1913 and you guys got four generations of farmers, right? Yeah, exactly. For, I'm the fourth generation and uh, have a, my oldest son's in high school. I have a picture of him on my desk uh, when he was in sixth grade with a sign that says he wants to be an almond farmer. So hopefully <laughs> in the next decade that's or awesome. so, we'll have a fifth. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, I have kids myself too. And it's just a joy to watch them grow up and hang out with them and spend time and teach them everything you know, right? Yeah, Absolutely. So, Matt, uh, here on Finding Your Frequency, we always like to hear about the journey. You know, uh, where did it all start? I, I know that uh, started a couple of generations ago for you. But, um, you know, tell us a little bit about the history uh, of the farm, uh, history of yourself, and how you guys found your frequency and uh, why you do what you do. Sure. I, I guess it started uh, about typically, I guess, five generations ago. My great-great-grandfather came to California and he died shortly thereafter, but his his son, my great grandfather, bought a ranch, and uh, north, uh, southern San Joaquin Valley, north of Bakersfield, the Delano area, in 1913, and uh, he planted peaches and different crops at that time that you, you could grow, and he was successful. Passed it on to his son, and then to my father, who was uh, uh, also a farmer, and I went to college, came back in the mid 90s, and uh, decided I wanted to farm, and that was really when our big transition, we grew a lot of different crops, but that was our big transition into primarily almonds at that time, so kind of the mid-90s, late-90s. So what what's the deal with almonds? Uh, why did you guys choose to, uh, you know, start far- farming almonds? Because I know California has probably like 90-some percent of our almonds that are uh, uh, consumed in the United States are all farmed right there in California, right? 
I, I think the stats, it's about 80% of the world's supply of almonds comes from California. Um, they, they claim the Central Valley has a Mediterranean climate, which almonds like. I kind of, I don't know if it, I'd call it Mediterranean. It gets a little hot in the summer, but uh, the climate in the valley is really unique. You get the chilling hours in the winter that you need to have the almonds set, set its flowers, and then it, it's warm and doesn't freeze in the spring when that flowers bloom. They bloom early February, or uh, mid-February maybe. And as long as you don't have any freeze at any point at that time, you'll have a, a good crop. So I think that's what's unique about the valley. Um, there's, if you're in the irrigation districts in our valley, they're very much water. So it's just ideal climate, ideal water, and um, good question why we picked almonds. I mean, it's healthy. Uh, we had some grapes at one time and other crops, but we just pushed towards almonds, and, and I think we were more successful probably in our region of the valley growing almonds in our microclimate. Yeah, you know, I live in Phoenix, uh, Arizona. We live in, a, in in the desert, kind of an arid climate, and uh, there's quite a few crops here that uh, people grow that grow really well. Um, so I definitely understand about those, you know, chilly nights and warm days and no freezing, that's for sure. I had a an interesting experience yesterday. It was actually 38 degrees last night uh, for our Halloween festivities and uh, pretty abnormal for us in October. Do you guys get some uh, chilling temperatures around those same things or, or, or are you guys, you know, a little warmer than that? Good question. It was, I was wearing a vest last night. I was a little cold, but not too bad with my kids trick-or-treating, but, um, the coldest it probably gets in the dead of winter, December, it will be in low 30s, high 20s. I mean, we might get into the high 20s sometimes. Uh, in my lifetime, it snowed twice here, so those are pretty big events. Snow that actually sticks <laughs> yeah, that, on the ground for maybe a day. So, <laughs> Yeah, we've got a couple of uh, uh, snowstorms here in Phoenix, but they never stick. They melt when they hit the floor, so it's an interesting sight sometimes when you, when you get some snow in the desert. Uh, I definitely like seeing the pictures of snow in the desert, though. To see some snowflakes on a saguaro cactus is a pretty interesting sight to see, that's for sure. Um, you know, I, I want to kind of just, you know, talk about your guys' product because, you know, you said Mediterranean climate. You know, one of the staples of a Mediterranean diet is yogurt. Um, and so, you know, people are, are often asked to eat oats and yogurt for breakfast as part of a Mediterranean diet. Um, but all those yogurts are, uh, are dairy based. So what makes your guys's product different than, you know, the Greek yogurt I can go buy at Walmart? Uh, our, our product is made from almond milk, so there's no dairy in it. So it's non-dairy. It comes from, uh, the almonds that we use are, are organic almonds that we grow ourselves. We use organic fruit in the product. It's uh, non-GMO certified. And it, if you're looking for a Greek yogurt, it's, it's gonna, you're going to buy Greek yogurt. If you're looking for a non-dairy yogurt that's unique and probably, in my opinion, the best in the market, you're going to go after ours. It has a great mouthfeel. Uh, we're not trying to make it taste like something it's not. When you, ta- when you eat it, you're going to get some fruit fruit. Uh, it's not overly sweet. And then you're going to get a little bit of a toasted almond aftertaste. So we're really trying to, I think, put the almonds out front and, and hopefully people, I mean, I love our almonds. I want more people in the world to enjoy our almonds. They're healthy. There's over 20 uh, nuts per cup. 
So uh, I think that's what makes our, our brand, the AO yogurt, which AO almond yogurt, we're not real original in naming, but it's, I think, a catchy, catchy name. So our AO yogurt, uh, unique in the market. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I've never tried, uh, you know, almond-based yogurt before, but it definitely sounds interesting. I love almonds. I uh, I snack on almonds all the time. It's a it's a great healthy product, and you know, something my doctor had told me for a long time that I needed to eat more almonds. Uh, so introduced those into my diet a little uh, about a year or two ago. So I definitely like that. Where uh, where do we where do you guys sell the product? Are you guys in standard stores, or is it something you have to you know order uh, uh, like from a specialty location? We're just uh, starting to roll out into stores right now. So there um, will be nationwide uh, more natural food food channel stores that we're going to. But uh, I would say by the end of this month, first of next month, we'll see it on in California, Texas, and some East Coast locations. So we're just so what, really on the roll-up. There's some specialty stores in California, but yeah, right like now store, those like are the big or something like that? Uh, yeah, so uh, do you have the names of the stores? Uh, uh, Sprouts, not quite yet. We're working on Whole Foods. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Central Markets, uh, Bristol Farms, Nuggets, stores like that. Oh, all stores that I don't know of here in Phoenix, but um, I definitely know of Whole Foods. Isn't, isn't Whole Foods owned by Amazon, right? That'd be good for you guys to get into. One of the things that... Uh really interests us uh, with the almonds is just, you know, the healthy nature of those almonds and, and how awesome they are. Um, they have a lot of, you know, like plant-based proteins and, and, and some of those things in them. But, you know, one of the things that people eat yogurt for um, is also for probiotics. What is the differentiation between your guys's almond-based product or, or standard ones? Do you guys have more or less probiotics? Like what, uh, what, what, what does that look like? Uh, we have two uh, probiotic cultures specifically in our yogurt. Uh, I, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think we are the only um, plant-based non-dairy yogurt with probiotics. Um, so that was a big part of our, our goal in making, the pro, in, in making the AO yogurt. What we really wanted, one is that you have a product that tastes great and people want to eat and want to buy and two, that it's healthy for you. So one of the reasons, a lot of times you'll hear that almond milk is mostly water and, and doesn't have any almonds in it. Each cup of our yogurt, 5.3-ounce cup of the AO, has 20-plus almonds in it. So it's a really high count of almonds for most. Uh, we have the probiotics. We're lowest sugar of any of the almond, almond-based, almond milk-based yogurts. And... Uh, Focusing just on four of the most common fruit flavors, so vanilla, peach, strawberry, and blueberry. And uh, that, that's really where we're at. Oh, well, that's interesting. You know, um, definitely like it. Uh, you guys are out there in California, so do you ever get a chance to escape from the farm and go enjoy the beach or any of that kind of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple – Occasionally, yeah. Usually, I was laughing a little bit earlier today. It seems like it's always busy around here. So we're always been. I did a little fly fishing just uh, about a week ago. So that was nice. That's one of my nice, happy, relaxing things to do. 
Oh yeah, fishing is one of those things. I like to fly fish too. Uh, I, I have the the joy of having the Colorado River in the in my own backyard. So going up to Lee's Ferry and doing a little trout fishing off the fly line is always a good time for me as well. Um, you know what we're gonna do real quick, uh, and we'll come back and, and and discuss a little bit more. We're gonna do a a quick commercial break and uh, let our sponsors have a little. Uh, uh, action on the show as well and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about uh, the non-GMO portion of your product and how important uh, non-GMO based foods are Uh, so all you listeners out there listening to Finding Your Frequency thank you guys for tuning in we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back right after these messages stay tuned The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Shapeshift World was created to help business owners reach their maximum potential and achieve their dreams. We do this by focusing on the fastest path to cash through planning, product innovation, automation, and social media engagement. Businesses hire Shapeshift to change the way they communicate to their prospects, customers, and employees because their business results are lackluster and sales are not moving the needle fast enough. Using Codebreaker AI technology with our customers, we will change your company's communications and delivery approach to an organic style that cannot be unlearned and works for everyone. The bottom line, at Shapeshift World, we increase sales velocity by up to 300% systemically while reducing the time it takes to close the sale. To get your personality and company assessment a $100 value, just text code ME, C-O-D-E-M-E, to the phone number 72000 and connect with us. It's the first step in shifting the way you think to change the world. Text code ME to the phone number 72000. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning into the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Hey, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Ryan Treasure. Thanks for tuning in to Finding Your Frequency right here on Fight. 
Radio Frequency Friday. We're talking to Matt Billings from California uh, with the brand AO Yogurt made out of almonds, 100% organic, non-GMO product. And Matt, thanks for joining us on the show today. We really appreciate your time because uh, I know that you guys thanks got a lot me. of stuff to do on the farm. Farming is uh, farming is not easy work. My family grew up in Idaho and uh, they're potato farmers by nature. So definitely know a thing or two about the farming industry and it's a lot of work isn't it no absolutely you're getting up early in the morning and usually have late nights and uh i mean we're a smaller family farm so it you you wear a lot of different hats <laughs> that's all i could it's always a, there's you wake up every day and there's always a new challenge yeah, so how big of a farm do you guys operate, uh, like, in size of acres? Is it, uh, uh, you know, how, how big is it? Uh, the organic side uh, that we're doing for the on the almonds, and we're 100% almonds, um, we have some conventional, but the organic side's about, about 400 acres of, of organic almonds that we're, uh, awesome. uh, we're farming. M- m- sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, do you guys farm anything else besides almonds on your on your farm, or are you just strictly with the almonds? No, we're strictly almonds. Uh, when I when I first came back from college, we had grapes and black eyed beans and uh, silage, alfalfa, raisin wine and table grapes, uh, cannery grapes. We had a little bit of everything, and and we were struggling. We were uh, kind of, uh, not really uh, masters of anything, but kind of running around all the time. So my dad and I made the decision that it'd be best if we could really focus and try to become really good at one, one commodity. And uh, that's when we, we went strictly to almonds. So it took about 10 years, but made the transition into almonds. Yeah. Making a transition on any farm from one crop to another really takes a little bit of time to get everything, you know, established and reestablished and, uh, you know, keeping all of your, your almond varieties, I'm sure, you know, and said, is there, is there a, is there a difference with almonds? Like I know that there's, you know, different kinds of peaches, like the peaches they grow here in Phoenix are much different than the ones that they grow in like Georgia. Um, so is there different almond varieties, uh, that, that can be grown or how, how, how do you guys choose the almonds? Uh, most almonds, uh, originally the almond, I mean, thousands of years ago came out of the, the Middle East. Most people think it was Iran. It's a small, if you look at the original kind of almond tree, it's a small bush that's uh, related to a rose. Thorny, uh, has this kind of weird peachy looking fruit on it that I've tried them. They're real bitter, not very edible. Um, and so over time, uh, birds and, and, and humans would keep the sweet almonds and leave the bitter ones. And they traveled basically kind of through the Mediterranean thousands of years ago through Greece and, and Rome, uh, Roman Empire, up into Europe. And then as settlers came over in the uh, 1800s, they, they started planting uh, almonds in, the Calif- in California. And then a lot of them are just chance seedlings too. So you might have a a seedling that would grow up, you wouldn't harvest a nut, it'd grow into a, a tree and someone would look and go, oh, that tastes good, it has a good yield, I like the qualities of it. So most of the almonds have probably, they haven't really changed for probably 100 years. There's a few newer varieties, but they're basically just been crossed with older varieties. So um, well, there's maybe 40 or 50 different almond varieties, but I'd say most of the ones that we plant today are limited to probably less than 10. 10 varieties and then you need bees to pollinate almonds also so uh 
every other road typically in an almond orchard is, is a different variety. So you'll have one variety, then a different variety, then the same variety, and it repeats back and forth. So the bee can pollinate the, the nuts back and forth, or the flowers, so they become nuts. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, there's like a shortage of bees, and bees becoming kind of a... Uh, 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 you know, almost extinct in some certain areas. How do you guys manage to maintain your bee colonies and, and that to make sure that they're there to, to pollinate your, your almonds? Uh, we've had a relationship with the same beekeeper for probably 30 years, 25 years, something like that. Dennis Harp, he's actually from Arizona, a Flagstaff area. Um, and okay. I, I hear I hear about the bee shortage. I, I read about it, but I've, I've never in person's seen it. Dennis has always been great. He's, uh, his bees are healthy. They come over. It's another great family business. He and his son, son run. And, and, uh, we get our annual visit, uh, once a year and, uh, we trade out honey for almonds and it, it, it's, it's a neat, it's a neat relationship when you have that in, in agriculture. I think it's like those types of relationships are a little bit lacking in the world today. And it's always fun to have those. Yeah, we talked a little bit about that on uh, our show last week. We had a, a local farmer here that has a peach orchard and uh, they, they make all kinds of fantastic stuff out of peaches and pies and, you know, really cool stuff. And that was one of the things that, you know, uh, struck me from the community standpoint, too, is um, there's not a lot of barter that happens, you know, between, you know, standard neighbors. But when you have a farm and you have the ability to kind of grow stuff, it opens up a, a, a myriad of possibilities for you to like really connect and engage with your neighbors and other people in a manner that, um, you know, if you live in the city, you don't really get the opportunity to do. So um, that, that probably bodes well for, you know, your ability to, uh, to really have a, a nice sense of community and family. Uh, and, I, and I would suppose after four or five generations, you guys are all about family, right? Oh, no, absolutely about family. Uh, that, that to me, uh, one of the reasons I think I do it is it, I, I mentioned earlier how you, you get up early in the morning and you, you work late a lot of days, but it, you, you do, you're working for yourself and your own family. So it gives you a lot of time. You can go to your kid's sporting events. You can, you know, get off early and, and watch my daughter play volleyball or my son football or lacrosse and, and uh, go to school events, things, things like that. And that's really, a, that's another thing I think lacking in the world, that sense of community and family today in the world. Um, uh, both sets of my kids, my wife's family and, and my family all live within just a few miles of each other. So my kids can see their grandparents, you know, multiple times a day. My great-grandma, or my grandma, their great-grandma is still alive. They, she lives just down the street from my parents. They go visit her all the time. So I, awesome. I think it also helps just raising your children that they see these multiple generations and the experience, experiences they've had. And, and uh, that's really, really helpful. And kind of growing wholesome, wholesome kids and, and family. And yeah, we try back to, to the whole we try reason to do, we did. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, we try to do the same thing. I live in the city, but you know, I have a, I have this kind of country mentality. We got a, we got a permit from the city yesterday to block off our streets because we always have, you know, crazy drivers during Halloween and stuff like that. So we blocked off the streets and we had all the neighbors out in the middle of the street and we were talking and, you know, my mom comes over and uh, my grandmother's actually here in town as well. So, uh, you know, the, I, I love that the fact that my daughter gets the opportunity to go and spend time with my mom and her mom. And, you know, um, there's a lot of stuff that, 
uh, that like the older generation has knowledge on that it's extremely important, you know, from a sense of family and then also just, you know, um, the traditions of family too, which are really important. How do you guys make sure that you're carrying on, um, you know, traditions from the other generations into the new ones? Why the other generations are always, I mean, they're involved in it. So in, uh, from carving turkeys around Thanksgiving or, or baking the turkeys, the kids are involved. They're, my kids are doing it, and my my nephews are doing it with my, my grandma. So there's uh, th- three, four generations all working together doing the same same uh, projects and same holidays and, and spending time, birthdays, everything together. So that's that's really important. I think, and that's part of the kind of the farming lifestyle and what what we kind of try to embody with our, our whole farm and, and uh, the the yogurt concept is this uh, farm to spoon. You, you're, we're transparent and you know what you're going to get. Uh, you are, drive down 99 in February and March and you see the almond bloom. That those are our almonds and that's what's ending up in, in the yogurt we're trying to bring bring to the the consumer. Yeah, no, I love that concept of uh, from farm to spoon. And, um, you know, so many times, you know, you go to the store and you look at products and, you know, even simple products are genetically modified and, 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 and whatever reason. And I understand why a farmer would want to genetically modify some stuff. You know, you guys are putting a lot of effort and energy into, you know, what you're creating and you want to make sure that you have a good yield. And so a lot of people will, you know, uh, modify those foods to increase yields and, you know, be uh, protective against bugs and some of those kind of things. But you guys aren't doing that. You're, you're keeping it a hundred percent natural, hundred percent organic. Um, how do you maintain that uh, in, in, in a, in a, GMO filled world and still uh, make sure that your harvests are, uh, you know, abundant so you guys can be profitable. Uh, there's, there's not in, in almonds, I guess there's a few almond varieties that are GMO, but they're not um, the whole almond industry in California. I would say is non GMO. There's probably really no GMO varieties that are grown that I can, that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, so almonds, I, I think when you have permanent crops and an almond tree lives 30 years, it takes, three to four or five years to become productive after you plant it. So those crops I think seem to be a little bit less GMO focused than maybe, you know, your soybeans and and corn and things like that. But that's one of the more important aspects I feel too, is, is just the transparency. Organic is always non, non GMO and ours is, uh, is organic. So just to maintain a healthy, uh, transparent, farm to spoon yogurt. I mean, it's coming from our almonds, so you know exactly where they're coming from. And in a, in a world like today with so many larger conglomerates that start, start, uh, brands that the transparency is always not always there. I think sometimes you, uh, you think it might be a small local product and it turns out it's owned by a big conglomerate. So that's one of the challenges I think we face a little bit at times. Yeah, and that, that seems to be kind of a trend, too. You get, you know, people who start a business or a farm, and then another larger business kind of comes and gobbles it up, and then it's not quite the same product anymore, um, which I think it's great that you guys are maintaining those family traditions, that history, and keeping everything completely organic. Um, let's talk about some of the different flavors that you guys have. I try to keep it simple and easy. Um, what what flavors of yogurt are you guys producing with the fruit that you put it, put into them? Currently, we have four. So we have uh, peach, uh, blueberry, vanilla, 
and strawberry. Uh, shortly, we'll be releasing just a plain yogurt, so that'll be no sugar and, and plain more in a larger container. That'll be for people making smoothies and baking, cooking, cooking at home, things like that. And uh, and uh, of those four flavors, one of the reasons we picked those four is in the yogurt category, about 80% of the sales of yogurt in the world are those four flavors. So we're not trying to reinvent anything and make a, I don't know, you know, a agave honey flavor or something like that. We're trying to keep it simple and, and uh, using all organic fruit and uh, make it a, a simple, simple, straightforward product. Yeah, it's always good to keep one, it simple one, and one of your comments earlier too was, you know, how do you how do you keep the kids or in, involved in kind of the generational side of the business? Is, is you know, the, their their footprints are not strangers on the on the land. So they they come out in the summers and and they work. They're not always uh, enthusiastic. <laughs> they do come <laughs> out, and I have to for, force them awake in the morning sometimes, and among large yawns and and strange looks, but they'll, uh, they'll come and they, they work in the summers on the, on the farm and, and, uh, help, help, uh, help make the product that we're growing. Yeah. I, I love that because it's, you know, always good to have a good work ethic in, in the kids and there's only really one way to develop a good work ethic and that's to go work <laughs> and get up and go, go through the most and, and do it. Uh, I remember so many times when I was growing up, my, my family raised horses, uh, lots of family in California that race at Santa Anita and some of the tracks there. And I used to have to get up in the morning and go schlep stalls and, and do that. I really hated because, you know, uh, poop stinks. So it's not really that fun, but, um, I'll tell you one thing I always learned is you don't have to be the smartest person. Uh, you can always be the uh, hardest working person. And, uh, that person generally will succeed over the smarter person just because you're able to, you know, work harder than everybody else and get more accomplished in a given day. And so I would always love just having a nice hard work day and, 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 and knowing that I've been able to help create something. Uh, talk about your customers a little bit. Um, you know, you guys are a, 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 a vegan and gluten dairy-free product. So that pretty much makes your customer base pretty wide open. Almost anybody consume, can consume your product, right? Uh, yeah, no, I think they can. Uh, it, I mean, when I grew up, I mean, you, I never heard of anyone that was, I mean, you had some vegetarians around and, and no one was, GMO didn't even really exist at the time. So it's strange to see a lot of this now. Uh, I think people are just becoming more aware of of their health and how food affects them. And uh, probably a little bit, I feel, in our, our world, we've moved away from real natural food. There's been a lot of processed foods that people have been eating. So ours is really, our yogurt's really pushed towards this natural uh, uh, product that's, it's, Simple. It's simple ingredients. We're trying to keep the, the ingredients as, as minimum as possible and allow anyone to eat it. You don't have to be a vegan and enjoy the yogurt. You don't have to be uh, worried about non-GMO to eat it or, or anything like that. If you are, that's great. And I think this is a product that really fills a niche that a lot of, of uh, products are missing. But I, I look at sometimes at some of the... Uh, the new uh, fake meats that are coming out, for lack of a better term, and we're you're, a lot of these people are eating meat, uh, meat substitute that, that the meat will bleed, but there's no real meat in it, and it's to me it's kind of confusing why people are eating a product that's probably more processed 
than meat. And that's really where I feel we're going with our yogurt, a different direction. We're, we're almond milk. We make it into yogurt and that's it. We're not trying to turn it into something. It's not, we're not trying to tell people, Oh, this is a substitute for Greek yogurt. It's not, it's an almond milk yogurt. And it's, um, I think we're trying to create a product that tastes better than, than anything else that's out there. And that, people come to because it tastes good. So uh, we're trying to really focus the product for anyone that, that likes a yogurt texture, a yogurt flavor, but maybe doesn't want to eat the dairy. This is a AO yogurt, the great product for them. Yeah. It sounds like it's a good product. You guys got a lot of stuff going on. Um, as you kind of look into the future, what, uh, what does the future hold for AO yogurt and your guys' farm? Are you going to expand product lines, move into some different farming besides almonds or, um, is that where you see for the force, uh, for the future? I think for right now, we're trying to really get, get the yogurt, the AO off the shelves and, and get more retailers. I mean, if any of them are listening, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but tr- try to, push the yogurt as much as we can. And I, I think there's natural avenues you, we can move from there is uh, potentially uh, almond milk ice creams. Uh, there's almond milk cheeses uh, that I've, I've seen that are pretty good, uh, dip spreads, things like that. But right now we're really focusing on the yogurt. Um, we have, I mean, uh, hopefully we have to expand the almond production side. That'd be great if we could do that. But right now I think just keep, get it out and have people start trying it. And that's been one of the, the big challenges as you probably imagine is to, for a smaller company to push a, push a kind of an unknown product into grocery stores is always kind of a challenge. Yeah, I bet trying to get your foot in the door with any of those things is always a challenge with new and upcoming companies. But, you know, the fact that you guys have this all natural product and, you know, that it that it's uh, non-dairy based is really good because I know there's a lot of people that are lactose intolerant and, you know, causes them to not be able to eat some of the yogurt products and, and obtain some of those probiotics that you get from uh, from those. So it's always good that there's an alternative to that as well. So people can can do that. Um, what, what, um, what are you guys doing to market the product? Um, you know, up, up besides doing radio shows like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we have a, a big, uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, push. So a lot of, uh, uh, push that side on social media side. We are, um, you know, we'll be doing in-store tastings, um, and demonstrations. We're showing at different shows, um, uh, trying to get the, the product out to a lot of different uh, uh, magazines, TV shows, radio stations, things like that. That, that uh, And then a lot, I mean, we're giving out a lot of samples to people, friends, family, uh, people we know, people we don't know, and just, and just letting them try it for themselves. You, you try the yogurt, and, and, and I'm sure we can win you over. Awesome. Well, Matt, we're about backed up to our next commercial break here. We got about 60 seconds. Okay. So when we come back, we'll, we'll talk about how people can connect with AO yogurt uh, online and find out more about the products and those types of things. And we'll, we'll do that when we come back from the commercial break, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to finding your frequency. We're talking to Matt Billings right here on the finding your frequency show on finding your frequency Friday. Uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this yogurt product uh, and find out what uh, Matt's going to be doing for the future. So stay tuned. We'll be right back right after these messages.
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Shapeshift World was created to help business owners reach their maximum potential and achieve their dreams. We do this by focusing on the fastest path to cash through planning, product innovation, automation, and social media engagement. Businesses hire Shapeshift to change the way they communicate to their prospects, customers, and employees because their business results are lackluster and sales are not moving the needle fast enough. Using Codebreaker AI technology with our customers, we will change your company's communications and delivery approach to an organic style that cannot be unlearned and works for everyone. The bottom line, at Shapeshift World, we increase sales velocity by up to 300% systemically while reducing the time it takes to close the sale. To get your personality and company assessment a $100 value, just text code ME, C-O-D-E-M-E, to the phone number 72000 and connect with us. It's the first step in shifting the way you think to change the world. Text code ME to the phone number 72000. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Hey, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Ryan Treasure. You're tuned in to the Voice America Variety Channel and Finding Your Frequency. And we're talking to Matt Billings from AO Yogurt, uh, almond farmer right there in California. I want to thank him for for joining us on the show. Uh, Before we uh, took the commercial break, we were talking a little bit about uh, some of your marketing strategies and what you guys are doing to get the product out there so people know about it. And you were talking about your Facebook and those things. So if if somebody wanted to follow you guys online and, and follow what you guys are doing out there at the farm, uh, where would be the best place for them to do that? Yeah, we'd love to, you know, get a like on us for Instagram or Facebook. It's uh, A-O-A-Y-O yogurt, Y-O-G-U-R-T. So um, we're also, you know, have a website and you can go on that and that, that can link you into aoyogurt.com. Awesome. So where do you, where do you guys get all your fruit from uh, for, for your different flavors? Is that something you guys are sourcing uh, there locally in California, growing yourselves? Tell us a little bit about that. No, yeah, we're not. We've we've discussed that a little bit about growing it ourselves. We have not 
not done that uh, yet. Vanilla, vanilla comes from an orchid, so that we couldn't do that. But we've discussed it a little bit. It's it's coming from a uh, organic uh, fruit supplier that that here in California that we we we've uh, partnered up with, and and he's he's supplying those products for us. Oh, that's cool. So when you when you you do the you know from farm to spoon idea, then even the even the fruit that you guys are getting is there. Even though you're not growing it, it's still right there from California. You're not you know importing stuff from uh, South America or anything like that, like so many of these grocery stores do. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the vanilla side would be coming from somewhere else. Uh, the blueberries and strawberries, yeah, those are those are uh, we're sourcing here from California. Yeah, is there anything you can't grow in California? Because it seems like you guys could grow everything over there. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. But there's there's potentially some things, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's, cash you enough, go up north and they got you know wine grapes and all that stuff. And then uh, it seems like it, when I drive to California from Phoenix, as soon as I hit the border, um, it's like farmland from tip to the top of the top of California it seems like everywhere you go um, do you guys ever have an issue sourcing water or any of that for your guys' crops because I know there was a, a nice drought period that California was dealing with that's one of the I think we got lucky by being fourth generation that my great grandfather chose ground in an area that uh, had had a it was part of the, the, the federal water project that came through so we're in the irrigation district we're most of the water we consume or we use is, is coming from snow melt from the Sierra, Sierra Nevadas. That as I stare out my window, I'm staring at them. So as long as we get good snow in the winter, uh, we, we usually have plenty, plentiful amounts of water. Yeah, that's cool. I was uh, in Southern California and people couldn't even water their lawns or do anything like that or they'd get a fine because they couldn't use the water or wash their cars for that matter. So I'm glad that you guys don't have to deal with any of that stuff. Um, no, yeah, my, that, during those droughts, the droughts were definitely a challenge. My car was pretty dirty, and I had a dead lawn, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, luckily for me, I live in the desert, and I just have desert landscaping. It makes it super easy. <laughs> just throw some rocks out there. <laughs> That's great. So we're um, – it depends on, on the flavor, obviously, but about 150 to 160 calories per cup. Um, we are uh, the lowest – lowest sugar of I think almost all the non-dairy yogurts that are out there especially for flavored non-dairy yogurts maybe some of the planes can beat us uh, it's a uh, I mean it's a non-GMO certified product and it has a healthy dose of calcium iron uh, we have up to 25% of your daily recommended fiber that, are, that is in each cup uh, and it's uh, great tasting and tastes like has a little hint of almonds at the end toasted almonds so we do have the, uh, I mentioned earlier, the, the probiotics, so two different probiotic uh, cultures that we've added specifically in there to have a, a good probiotic uh, count as well in each, in each uh, cup. Well, that's awesome, Matt. I appreciate you being on. we got about three minutes here before we wrap up the show, and uh, we're talking to uh, Ayo yogurt made out of almond milk, which is very, very interesting and and. and, and and we definitely like to hear about that. So you said that uh, you have a fifth generation that's coming up uh, with with your kid that's in high school. Um, what what is the plan for that? Do you guys what is your secession plan uh, for your son or, uh, to to jump into the business? <laughs> he is my retirement plan. <laughs> have him have him come <laughs> and, and hopefully start start to work. But uh, 
Yeah, the, he, he he comes, and I think my older son might be smarter and, and maybe get a job somewhere else. But <laughs> but uh, no, we're real excited about the future of, of AO. I think with all the uh, some of the hottest food trends in in 2019 have been the uh, uh, gut boosting probiotics and and uh, plant based proteins, and we're kind of right in the wheelhouse of all those with our products. And plus, it's it's uh, it's a uh, fam- family farm, and you know where you're getting it from. It and a farm to spoon, and and that's I think what's most exciting about the product and the future that we see. Well, never thought awesome. that a I farmer would be. Tr- I never thought a farmer would be trendy, but I guess I'm I'm becoming trendy. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys are hitting all the trendy stuff. You're vegan, non-GMO, no dairy. I mean, that seems to be kind of the trend with a lot of people and their diet stuff. Um, not necessarily for me. You were talking about those 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 meat products. I call them. They call them the Impossible Burger. I call them the Impossible to Eat Burger. <laughs> <laughs> But Matt, appreciate you being you. on, guys. Go check out aoyogurt.com. Uh, Matt Billings, fourth generation farmer, almost going into the fifth with the sun. And you guys can go drive up the 99 and go check out the almonds in full bloom. Over a hundred years of farming right there in California, Matt. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks so much, Ryan. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show today, and please make sure you give us a like and a share on social media. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the show or some ideas, please shoot us an email at info at voiceamerica.com. Finding Your Frequency will be back next week, same time, same channel, right here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio.